0: Episode 4 of the Thunder Sports Report. I'm Rusty Lindsay joined with Abram Erickson and Abram another another week to go and it's starting to feel like fall now uh, as we had the cold rainy <laughs> stretch we did last week but uh, it continues to kind of be status quo. We talked about the, the encouraging test results but other than that a lot of, a lot of teams are practicing and, and starting to scrimmage themselves a little bit more so I think that's probably encouraging but it's it's just a lot of activity for people kind of waiting to see what's what's going to happen here.
1: Yeah, Rusty, I think I think you're right and I think that's kind of the feeling right now. Um at least that I get is that well, we're continuing into this routine that we've kind of created during this in-between time whether or not we know there's going to be a season or whether there's not or what a season could possibly look like here in the winter or the spring. Um you know, teams have kind of like you said settled down into their practice schedules and their workout schedules and um, I think at this point just kinda, kind of have to continue to ride that out as no word seems to be coming down yet, but um, just focusing on getting into shape and getting into playing form uh, in the event that they have something to play for in the future. And
0: I think as you continue to look big picture is what Wheaton's able to do will also ultimately also include what, what they're able to do from – as far as being allowed by the state. And as we saw mm-hmm. Northwest Illinois kind of get kicked backwards uh, after after a, a tough week of, of results, including higher percentages, I think it's encouraging that you see these high population areas like DuPage County, which has a lot of colleges, continue to hold its percentage and, and allow everything to kind of remain consistent with what Wheaton wants to do um, so far. So while the campus has done a good job, I think it's also important to, point out that there have been encouraging uh results around the campus as well that have allowed this to continue
1: yeah of course being situated where we are here at wheaton um we can take care of ourselves in the best way as possible and um i think the test results that we got showed that that um is something that we're doing and we've been committed to all semester and that's been working which is we're we're so grateful for that but like you said it it's not just us at this point um How many colleges do we have just down the train tracks as we stretch each way more into the city? And, um, you know, you've got Elmhurst and you've got North Central and you've got all these other schools, similar sizes around us. Um, And of course, wherever there's these high populations, whether those be colleges or just cities and towns, um, there's opportunities for outbreaks. And um, I think we're we're just really pleased that we haven't seen that yet um, in our surrounding areas.
0: Yeah, and I think that's led to some more encouragement as we've seen starting last week with you start to get swim swimming going, and and men's basketball started their practice practices up last week. Women's basketball starts today as we record this on Tuesday, so I think I think there's some encourage some encouraging momentum towards these winter sports. Thinking that they're going to get a season, the question remains now is what that season looks like. Uh, men's basketball would normally be, I think, probably three weeks away from three, four weeks away from getting underway uh, with with opening weekend or the uh, Leafon Classic, but all that remains in the air as we await direction from the CCIW what that's going to look like.
1: Yeah, and of course timing and, and scheduling is so thrown out of whack at this point, and I mean so much so to the point where we don't even know what a future schedule could look like, but um, our guest this week that we get a chance to sit down with is head coach of uh, Wheaton Volleyball, Uh, coach Stephanie Schmidt and uh, their team would be right now about halfway through their season normally. Um, And of course, uh, no season now, and they've had a fall full of practicing and adjusting in that way. Um, But both fall sports and winter sports now operating on a certainly shifted, um, and at least at this point, unknown timeline of what things will look like in the future.
0: Yeah, and I think that'll be interesting to kind of figure out, and, and you'll hear Coach Schmidt talk about it a little bit in the interview, is just how do you continue to move forward when you're still waiting for direction? Obviously, the fall sports are hoping for a chance to go in the spring, as as some other conferences around the D3 landscape have, have already agreed to, but there's been no word from the CCAW, and that includes the winter sports. So as we get closer, I think there needs to be – some direction that's going to kind of help these teams know what they're preparing for. Otherwise you're going to get some frustration. And I I would think that that might uh, extend itself around the CCIW as we just don't really
1: know what's next. Mm -hmm. Well, coach Schmidt gives us a good um, idea and perspective into the way that they are handling um, these changes in their uh, volleyball program. We're excited to have her uh, on the podcast today um, and glad to have her Uh, perspective and her words of how this fall has looked like for her team. We are pleased to be joined on the Thunder Sports Report here today with head coach of the Wheaton Thunder Volleyball Team, Coach Stephanie Schmidt. And Coach Schmidt, thank you so much for being with us here today.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me, Abram. I'm excited to chat with you and talk uh, talk a little about volleyball.
1: Yeah, and we are excited to hear, of course, um, what's going on within the program. We know that this is a time where there have just been changes and it feels like I'm sure these last however many months um, as soon as we got the news here about the fall sports season um, here at Wheaton and you know we've kind of been in a spot of being in the dark a little bit um, I feel like with a lot of our um, our listeners and our alumni and our students and so um, we love to get the chance to hear from individual programs and hear how things are going and so Love to hear a little bit about, about how your team is doing. Um, of course, the the biggest news was within our Thunder Sports world was the loss of the fall season. Um, certainly not uh, what we expected coming in. And right now, your team would be probably about halfway through their season, I would assume. Um, what does yeah. this fall look like yeah, instead almost, for yeah, your team? Yeah, more than halfway.
2: Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely been different than expected. Um, but I will say, you know, first and foremost, I've actually been just really proud of how our team has, has responded and adapted. And, um, our captains kind of tried to set the tone early and say, essentially, there's so much out of our control and we can't do anything about the decisions that are being made, whether we love them or don't love them or agree or disagree. It doesn't really matter uh, how we, how we respond is what's in, in our control. So I've really appreciated how our team has, uh, has responded to that and, so for us, in terms of details, I guess, the, the fall has still been pretty busy. We chose to go mm-hmm. pretty consistently uh, over the last six weeks, just so that it felt a little bit like normal, even though we weren't competing. So we've been in the gym anywhere from three to four days a week. And then on the days that we're not in the gym, we're still, uh, the girls are lifting together. Um, we're doing some team meetings. We'll sometimes do like agility and plyometrics workouts. So we've still been going almost five to six days a week, actually. Um, it's just that, uh, I guess the, the two biggest differences, one is obviously the lack of, of external competition. And the second is just that we've been easing into the game a little bit more slowly, assuming that, you know, even if they, even if they had come to campus in August, uh, in relatively decent shape, a lot of them haven't actually played volleyball in nine months. And Mm -hmm. so we can't go from no jumping to, you know, jumping a hundred times a day. So um, yeah, so we, I think we just ease into things a little bit, and um, but we still we still went multiple days a week, and uh, we've been getting it seems like a few more touches each week, a little bit more six on six each week, and it's mm-hmm. fun to actually finally get to play again. Uh, overall, I would say it's it's been really good. And I've been proud of their attitudes.
1: Hmm. that's great to hear, and that's something that we've heard from a couple of the uh, people that we've had the chance to talk to. Coach Scott of the football team has mentioned some of those th- similar things as well, and of course. Um, with your routine changing so much, like you said, you'd be competing normally at this point. Um, has there been, of course, amidst the larger challenge of not having competition at this time, has there been some sense of gaining any positives at all during this time? Like you said, slowing things down, getting a chance to um, maybe focus on some of the finer aspects of the game, working your way into um, playing shape a little more slowly. Have there been any any positives um, that you've seen come out of that within your team?
2: Absolutely. Uh, so normally for us, you know, we compete in the fall and then in the spring, um, the NCAA allows us to have a, a four to five week spring season. And that's traditionally for us. That's when we do all of our individual skill work and we really focus on sharpening. Um, yeah, just really mm-hmm. individual players. But we didn't get the chance to do that this past spring. And so I think Kind of with that in mind, um, even though obviously we're heartbroken to not get to compete this fall, we're sort of embracing the opportunity to do what we didn't get to do in the spring, which is uh, for for each of our players to really focus on a few things that she wanted to improve in her individual game, to really mm-hmm. kind of nitpick some things, really pick things apart without the stress of like, oh shoot, we have to we have to compete in two days. You know, we can't really think mm-hmm. about your swing or, or your setting hand or your footwork or whatever. So I think we've enjoyed mm-hmm. um, getting to work on those things without the added pressure of getting ready to compete. And then actually, kind of another interesting side positive. Um, certainly, this has been harder for us on our on our like our team chemistry. Maybe harder isn't the word because mm-hmm. um, our team gets along great. But typically, when you know, we we move the campus seven to ten days before the the rest mm-hmm. of the student body moves back in, and that's really significant team bonding time for us. So we have missed out on that, but I do think it's allowed the players to be creative in how they've gotten to know one another because we've had to sort of make up for lost time. And also Mm -hmm. uh, our freshmen got to participate in some orientation things that they might not have gotten to do if they were in a Mm -hmm. a traditional preseason with us. And so we we do feel like our freshmen have um, kind of adapted to campus life more quickly just because they they know more people. And um, so that was sort of something we thought would be negative that actually was a little bit positive. That was encouraging too.
1: Mm. Well, speaking of freshmen, I remember at some point during the summer here, um, scrolling through the Wheaton Athletics website and seeing an article about some of the new freshmen that you were welcoming onto the team this year, the new class that was coming in. And then I remember shortly after that hearing the news about the season would be canceled. So of course, course, um, this is a unique uh, situation for them. You mentioned that, um, you know, kind of off the, off the quarter, outside of the gym, some of the positives there. Um how have you felt they've responded in certainly just, um, you know, something that they didn't expect coming into their first year and being the players on your team that have not played a collegiate game yet, um, trying to now get themselves into this program um, on the court and, and doing that when competition isn't the only thing on their mind at this point.
2: Yeah. I think that's sort of been a blessing in disguise for them as well um Mm -hmm. interestingly you know when we heard the news about the season being canceled a lot of our upperclassmen immediately felt bad for the freshmen because they knew what the freshmen would be missing out on and the freshmen Mm -hmm. their response was sort of like yeah but we don't know what we're missing right right uh Mm -hmm. so um our our returners almost had a deeper disappointment because they knew what should have been happening um Mm. and the freshmen just had no expectations and and they were just kind of along for the ride almost and i think the fact that without the pressure of competition that we've really gotten to work on some individual skills has benefited them um you know typically a, a freshman fall can be really challenging and then the spring of your freshman year is when you actually get to step back and say okay now let's let's fix some things let's work on some things mm. but they've they're reversing that course um so it's almost like being a spring sport you know they they get to really just kind of figure some things out this fall they get to adapt to balancing classes and practice they get to uh, balance, you know, figure out the, the speed of the college game a little bit different than high school. Um, the, the downside of that, of course, will be next fall when we're hopefully back to somewhat normal. <laughs> and then they're going to mm-hmm. realize like, oh, this is, <laughs> this is what it should have <laughs> felt like my freshman <laughs> year. Um, mm-hmm. but it, yeah, overall, it's been really nice for them. I think to have, have that extra time to, yeah, really just get to know their teammates a little bit, adapt to what we need from them. Um, you know, in, in some cases when freshmen come in, we need them to do things significantly differently than they did in high school. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so there's be a really big learning curve. So I I think it's been nice for them to not maybe have the added pressure of competition.
1: Yeah. And kind of speaking a little bit about the future there, like you did, what um, does the rest of this fall look like for your team? Are there any concrete goals that were set in place or just kind of going to continue along looking and focusing on improvement? What do things look like here before we, um, you Know, head home for the Thanksgiving and, and Christmas breaks.
2: Yeah, so we are we're nearing the end of our time in the gym.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The way that things are, are structured for fall sports and winter sports, and kind of that overlap, um, each team is given you know so many weeks that they can be uh, in the gym actually playing their sport. So we're nearing the end of that as a team. Uh, and we had we had some goals that were really more individual than team minded. Mm-hmm. So you know, each player we had some things we wanted. Um, some of our outsides to work on, some of our setters to work on. So I feel really good about the strides that they've made. Uh, they, to their credit, they've been really focused every day about getting better at one thing, or you know, just getting one percent better that day. So I really like the progress we've made. I think if we had to compete tomorrow, I'd be excited to see what we could do. But I'm also grateful mm-hmm. that we don't have to compete tomorrow because certainly so sp- what we what we haven't been able to do is some of the more systems stuff, some of the team stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, yeah, as we wrap up our time in the gym, um, they will be transitioning to lifting as a team. Uh, we'll still continue doing some agility and, and plyometric stuff about once a week. Really the thing for us, the thing with our sport is uh, it takes a little bit longer to get back into playing shape. Um, mm-hmm. Not even because of like the aerobic or anaerobic uh, um, kind of workout, but jumping right. is so can be so hard in the body. And, Mm -hmm. uh, in a typical match, some of our players can jump 100 to 150 times, which maybe doesn't sound like a lot, but that's, that's pretty significant on the Mm knee. So, um, yeah. So for us, uh, kind of preparing to hopefully compete in the spring is not just getting them back into generic shape, but getting them back to a point where they can, um, start jumping a a lot more frequently, uh, more days of the week with less risk of injury. So yeah, we're just kind of trying to, Trying to work them back to that state. Obviously, when they head home for Christmas, you know there'll be a little bit of a lull for us. But we remain optimistic that um, we'll mm-hmm. get to play a few matches in the spring. And so, yeah, I, I, hopefully, we'll just see how their bodies are able to adapt.
1: Yeah, and um, you mentioned a, a possibility of a spring season there, or at least some spring matches. And of course, um, we're still waiting on word um, as we as we have been on what that will look like. But your team came off of a year last year where they had winning record going 17 and four um what are expectations going to be like if if there's a chance to get some matches in this spring um after also having some of this time like you said to kind of refine and work us on work on individual skills um as you look into spring matches what what are thoughts and hopes um of what those could look like
2: yeah uh, so, you know, I think just over the past three years, we, uh, since I got to Wheaton anyway, we've mm-hmm. really just been trying to keep improving each year, keep building each year. So we, we liked the progress that we made last year. We liked making the conference tournament for the first time in several years. Mm-hmm. Obviously just the, the generic goal is to keep moving in that direction. Um, but I think kind of some of our sub goals are, are just the things we want to focus on. Honestly, um, we'll have in the spring, we'll we'll have just one senior in the gym. So I would mm-hmm. love for her to feel like uh it was her best season, that she got to play at her best, that the team was playing at their best. Um, we have these new freshmen that we really want to start incorporating. You know, we think they're going to have a future in the program. And so we need them to feel comfortable. And then we've got this crop of sophomores and juniors in the middle that are just really talented, um, but missed out on some stuff in the spring because of. Of everything that happened with COVID and now are missing out on the fall. So I think for us, even if we do compete, certainly, you know, we would love to see uh, more success than not, but uh, mm-hmm. numerically, I mean, but I think mm-hmm. beyond that for us, it's just like, boy, how do we keep building on what we've been doing? How do we, um, our junior class is, is a big class and they've also been really impactful in the program. Um, how do we help them jump from that sophomore to junior year and like really start to embrace Uh, being leaders in our program we're getting ready Mm -hmm. for next year our 21 class is shaping up to be another large class so we need to really make sure our leadership is you know and our culture is really established we're going to bring in another big group of girls i think for me it's a little bit more of that kind of peripheral stuff that is more Mm -hmm. of the goal this spring and again like we we would love to win a bunch we would if we have a full conference season of course we want to aim for the conference championship but Mm -hmm. um if we think we, I, I like to think a little bit more long term, and I would love to see Wheaton volleyball keep moving in the direction it's been going. And that then that means that, boy, we just got to look at like how do we how do we help our our senior have her best year? How do we help those juniors really start to um, play like upperclassmen? And how do we help those underclassmen feel like you know they're going to be stepping into big roles here in the next couple of years and mm-hmm. help them be ready for that? So yeah,
1: well, yeah, Coach, we've certainly enjoyed um, the chance to get to hear about you and your program and how things have gone this fall. We're going to keep, obviously, our eyes and ears open for news on the spring. Um, but thank you so much for joining us today. Um, we'd love to get a chance to uh, hear from you and hear um, about how the team is doing. Thanks for joining us here on the uh, podcast, and um, we hope you guys continue to have a successful fall.
2: Thank you, Abram. I really appreciate that. Appreciate the chance, too, to just uh, yeah to talk about our program. I think we've got a great group of young women and uh, volleyball is a fun sport, and I think they've been doing some really neat things for uh, for the Wheaton Volleyball program. So I'm excited for people to get to hear, and hopefully as we return back to normal, uh, people can come watch the matches.
0: That was head volleyball coach Stephanie Schmidt, and, and Abra, you got the, t- the opportunity to talk to, to Coach Schmidt there for that interview. And I, I think it's interesting she points out that her freshman have a unique opportunity here because I, th- I think she said it well normally you're you're straight into your game preparation and you don't have a whole lot of time to to pull the the lens back and and work on the specifics and the fundamentals and, and like she said fixing your swing and, and and getting those individual skills built up that's normally something that you go through in your secondary season in the spring um, so it does make it interesting that this, the calendar feels a little inverted here where all these newcomers uh, get an opportunity to almost experience the off-season practices before they they'll get to experience what their normal season practice will feel like.
1: Yeah, I think that was one of the most interesting things um, we heard talking to Coach Schmidt, and I I enjoyed hearing her perspective on it and just um, talking about how that can be really valuable for these freshmen and how um, when you're first coming into school, I'm starting off in a fall sport, um, of course you're normally coming early to school. um, So even before the rest of the students are here. um, And so that sport and getting ready for that first uh, game on the schedule is really what takes up all of your time and all of your energy um, as you're starting and beginning to get into that season. And of course that's for all, all classes, but for freshmen, that's going along with trying to figure out classes, trying to figure out housing, trying to figure out meals and just all of the other things that go along with being a, a student athlete and, just a student as well, um, and so for her to talk about how her freshmen got a chance to participate in some of the orientation activities this year, or how they are getting to kind of settle in a little bit more on their floors and even with their their teammates during a time where um, it's not so one track mind focused on that first game, um, I think is something that you know as she mentioned could be a positive out of um, all of the challenges that this situation brings and how fundamentally, like you said, they get a chance to really build. Um, those skills up before they see their first competition. Um, Coach Schmidt mentioned getting adjusted to a college speed of play versus a high school speed of play, and of course, that's something that they can get um, within some intra, intra- squad um, scrimmages. And um, so, I really appreciated her keying um, in on that as a fact of something that um, may really prove helpful for their program in the future. Um, as these freshmen will, will, of course, be moving up to higher grades in the next couple of years, and while it's probably, hopefully, only experience, an experience that their grade will have, um, something that could set the set the basis and um, bring some more experienced players into um, a season, whether that be this spring or or next fall.
0: Yeah, and I think there's a secondary aspect of that of that too, in in that as you get into the season and you start going game to game in volleyball, you'd, you'd be looking at having you know maybe a game Wednesday and then a. a Multi-team event over the weekend, or another event on Friday or Saturday, you you really get into so much game prep that a lot of your underclassmen get lost in the shuffle of helping the upperclassmen who are more experienced and your likely starters. You kind of help them prepare for the opponent. And uh, it was an interesting point that I you know I, I was talking to Taylor Graham uh, recently, and the offensive coordinator for the football team, and and just kind of asking him, and he says it's interesting because our freshmen would basically be running scout team by now and would be spending all of their time kind of acquainting themselves with what the opponent is running. But instead they're still in our playbook and they're still kind of learning our offense. And so I think there's an element of that, that transcends to all all the fall sports is that those guys, those underclassmen and especially the freshmen who are still learning and, and likely just being, being the opponent in practice now have an opportunity to continue to learn Wheaton system and, and get that level of understanding of how each coach wants to work their team uh, that they wouldn't normally be getting in in their first
1: go-around. Yeah, and I'll be interested to see how that plays out in some of these winter sports that you talk about as practices are just now starting up either last week or this week and what the approaches will be that coaches have for those sports. Um, Without a first game date on the schedule, do you treat this as a normal year um, where you jump right into prep for your first game? Or do you treat this more as a as a situation that we heard Coach Schmidt talk about where we're more focusing on the individual skills? Um, and because there's no game in sight, we're not worrying about competition as much. I think, um, of course, coaches will probably make individual decisions there as we get more information or still have information held out and we don't get information. Um, but something that, that I think will be interesting to see program to program, um, what level of optimism coaches have in a season starting in somewhat of a timely manner and how they're going to prepare their teams for that
0: yeah I think that'll that'll be something to look forward to as we get a chance to talk to a few winter coaches in the upcoming uh weeks and months and and see how they're preparing for the winter season and we'll get a chance to hear from them in, in upcoming episodes here i think that that's a great point and, and something that I, i'm I'm sure will vary um I'm sure each coach will will attack it differently. And then some, I'm sure, are just going to keep the status quo and and continue to work how they would normally would. But it'll be interesting um, to hear uh, from them as we move forward here on the Thunder Sports Report. If if you haven't yet, I'd recommend going back and listening to previous episodes of the Thunder Sports Report. Uh, Head football coach Jesse Scott was our first one. And then we had uh, WETN Broadcast alum Judah Newby, who's working out on the air out in, in Portland, bringing a unique, unique perspective and kind of talking about the, the work of, of media uh, when sports is kind of in the background there. And in last week's with Favor as Woozy, um, which we appreciate Favor taking the time to share her unique perspective um, on, on her Wheaton experience. Those are all available uh, on all of our platforms, which is Spotify and Apple Podcasts, as well as, as Podbean. And so you can you can find the Thunder Sports support there. Please subscribe and, and give us a review. And, and that will help us uh, help other people be able to find us a lot easier. Um, so, everyone, we'll get a chance to, to do this again next week and, and uh, get a chance to to continue to share the story of Wheaton College Athletics as we work through an unprecedented time here
1: uh, here on campus. I'm excited for it, Rusty. It's been great so far. Excited for all the future people that we're going to get a chance to talk to you. Um, and the voices that we're going to get a chance to promote here um, on our podcast.